Riverfront Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 93. Hey, listen, uh, the last two episodes, 91 and 92, were pretty heavy. Um, and I knew those ones were going to be heavy. Uh, I've been working on those ones and praying through those ones, uh, but really, really important. And a part of those uh, passages for me that are so very important is as I sit in this time, um, I feel uniquely called um, to, to be here and right now. Like in the span of, uh, of church history, of all of creation, God said for you and for me to live right now, to be in this time right now, which means this, I have a purpose in this time. Like this isn't some random occurrence of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, no, no, no. We, God's providence said, this is, this is the time that you're going to serve in. This is the time you're going to follow me in. And so I don't know about you, but I want to do that really well. I really want to do that well. I don't want to waste this moment that we're going through. I think there is so much going on. And I mean that in the most positive way. There is so much that God is revealing right now. And my, my concern is that a lot of us are missing it. So, um, and, and, a lot, and I'm concerned that I, I'm missing some of it. And so I'm working really hard to kind of slow down. And some of these passages for me, those last two were really heavy on my heart. And I've been holding on to them for a while because I thought, wow, those are really, really important. And I'm excited about to, I'm excited to share our passage today. Um, but before I do that, I, I just want to say thanks. I, I've been starting off these episodes by just saying thank you. Thank you to those of you who are listening and sharing and subscribing. I really do pre- appreciate it. And, and for those, especially for those of you who are choosing to donate on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to come out here uh, week in and week out, episode after episode, and to be able to do this. I, I really do appreciate the support. Um, I was looking at, you know, I, you get these statistics or whatever, uh, and I don't pay too much attention to them, to be honest. Uh, but I was looking at it recently, and we're at uh, like 16,000, almost 17,000 downloads. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for making that possible. Thank you for listening. Thank you for growing together. I don't know all of you. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you live. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful that you listen. And I'm grateful that we get to go through the word of God together here on my front porch. And so the passage today is John 6, verse 37. This passage. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. All that the Father gives me will come to me. Jesus is saying this. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. I will never cast out. Powerful. When I was a kid, um, I had this one objective. This one objective. Uh, All I wanted to do uh, was uh, to catch a seagull. You know, and, and as a kid, you know, what I love about being a kid, what I loved about being a kid, and I love watching kids, their, object- their, ob- their ob- objectives are so simple, right? Like, in a lot of time, it's lunacy. 
But, but you know, a child like myself thought, there's a bird and I want to catch it. I wonder what it would feel like to catch it. Their curiosity is off the charts. And so they start scheming, you know. So I started scheming. How could I do this? And I'm watching around and we're in a park up by Lake Michigan. Um, And I'm watching, you know, as people are eating their food, they'll throw, you know, a chip or something like that. And then the birds will rush in and grab that chip. And so I started watching this and going, I think I'm devising a plan. I don't know how old I was. I was maybe eight, maybe eight, seven, eight, somewhere in there. And so I started devising a plan. I wonder if I dumped a whole bag of chips on the ground, if it would create such a chaos from all these seagulls that they would rush in. Um, and they would kind of eating all the, that they wouldn't see me coming. I could jump in and grab them. So I executed on my perfectly detailed seven-year-old plan. And I poured this bag of chips out on the ground and all chaos broke loose. All the seagulls from, it feels like from the whole lake came in and zoned in on this one bag of chips that was being poured out and they were going crazy and squawking at each other. I paused, I paused, I tippy-toed and then I jumped into the middle of the crowd of these seagulls and I caught a seagull. Wahoo, I caught a seagull. And I'm holding up in the air and I'm yelling, Dad, I caught it. Dad, I caught it. And I have this seagull in my hand. And then all of a sudden, this seagull realizes I don't like this at all. And he bit me. He bit me so hard. And I let the seagull go. I started bleeding. My parents are freaking out because they're like, what kind of bacteria does a seagull have in its beak? I don't know, but I'm crying and I'm freaking out. And the rest of the seagulls remain to eat the rest of the chips. But I can say that I caught a seagull. And I'm proud of that, right? I have uh, not a ton of achievements in my life, but I caught a seagull. And uh, that is a gift uh, that I have in in a moment that I can profess here on this podcast and to the world that I was able to catch uh, a seagull. Unlike me, (laughs) Jesus has a different way as it relates to humanity. No, no, no. I'll never cast out. There's nothing, nothing, Nothing that can separate you from the love of God, neither height nor death, nor principalities. Nothing can separate you, he says, from my grip. I will never cast out. This passage is so beautiful, so robust, so full of theology. So much of theology can be found. This understanding of who God is can be Found as he gives power to the sun and all that the power that he's given to the sun will come to light. And as he gives that to the sun, we now are the benefactors of that love and sacrifice that Jesus displayed for us on the cross to the point at which he says, if you come to me, I'm never letting go. I will never cast out. You know, the book of John is in the gospel of John is one of my favorite gospels. In fact, uh, if you're looking for a place to read, I know I told you a few podcasts ago, Philippians is a great place to start. And then I also referred, but I like to refer people to the gospels. And when I refer them to the gospels, I refer them to John. John is a, a gospel for the feelers. Like he's so good at helping get into your soul. And he, he's very different than the other gospel writers. And uh, the book of John has been historically seen uh, like an eagle. 
And, and this is what I mean by that, because in chapter one, what we find is John, as he's writing this in chapter one, he talks about in the beginning was the word. And this is like an eagle. He's flying way above in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. It's like, whoa, Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And so John's like way up above, like an eagle high above. We can see him just barely see them soaring around the trees like, wow. And then all of a sudden what John does is he moves throughout his, his gospel is that all of a sudden we see him dip low dip near and the scriptures allow us for us to see Jesus coming near, near to the bridegroom at the wedding, near to the disciples, near to Nicodemus, near to the woman at the well, near to you and to me. Jesus is Emmanuel God, God with us. And as a result of God with us, God saves us us. You're saved. If you've committed your life to following after Jesus, he's come to you and he saved you. This is the point at which each and every one of you should go, woohoo, amen, amen. This is great news. This is what we call the gospel. You see, we are to live our lives in light of that beautiful truth, truth that, that God came to us and that he will never cast us out. We deserved to be cast out. You, you, need, to, you need to hear this. We deserved wrath. We deserved damnation. We deserved separation from God. But in his love, he came to us. And he did not cast us out. We deserved that, all of it. But he came and he saved us. And I don't know where you are right now. Maybe you've just been really struggling in your faith. And as a result, struggling in your life. And here's what I would say to you. Look to this truth. Maybe you're like, I feel like I'm having a crisis of faith. Maybe some of you are looking at sick ones in your life and you're questioning everything about God. You start to ask these very philosophical questions like, if God is good, how can there be evil? Right? Those are big questions and important questions. Right? If God loves me, why does he feel so far away? I don't feel him near. You know, if God saw me, my marriage wouldn't. If God was here, he... And we lose sight and we drift farther and farther and farther away from the fact that he came and that he's here and that he's near and that the spirit of God is close to you, is comforting you. But we keep pushing this truth away. That he will not cast you away. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. But you can forsake and leave him. You can push him away. And you can not acknowledge the truth that scripture is trying to help you and I understand. But the great beauty and the great joy of this life and living this life is when we lean in and live into this truth 
that he's near and he loves you and he won't cast you out and he died for you and he cares for you and he's comforting you. That even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that we don't have to fear evil because he is with us. That he lays out a banquet table before our enemies and that surely goodness and mercy can follow us all the days of our lives. Right? Why? Because he's near to us. That he'll never let go. Which means no matter how far gone you get, and maybe you would look at yourself, oh man, I've just done too much. He goes, read this passage. I will not cast you out. I will not cast you out. Return home. Return home. Sons and daughters of the Most High God, return to the one who will not cast you away. In the story of the prodigal son, the father waits. And when the son comes home, the father runs and embraces and cares and loves And he's doing the same thing with you. If you have committed to follow Jesus, you will not be cast out. That's how massive, listen to this, it's how massive his love and sacrifice are. That's how important what happened on on the cross and in the resurrection, why it matters to us who claim Jesus as Lord and Savior. And it's what matters to a world that's lost and lonely and looking for home is that we now get to say, we are the people who are not cast out and we want to invite you in. So don't take advantage of this truth. Let it define your life in everything you do because If Jesus has changed everything, we need to change everything. If Jesus has changed everything, we need to change everything, which leads me to the, the question that I've been working through, which is this. What do you need to do today to accept and live in the truth that you are loved and accepted, but only through God? only through Jesus's death and resurrection. You are loved and accepted through Jesus's sacrifice, God's great love by sending his son to us, Jesus's death and his resurrection that makes us whole. And so Father God, we come to you now and we, 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 we say thank you. Thank you for this great truth that you have not cast us out, that you are with us and you love us and you care for us. Teach us to lean into your truth for your glory and your honor. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time.